You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. It's got to be there. They, they can see me now. It's not right. Yes, they can see you. No, no. You are visible to them. I work in the dark, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) I have a face for radio. This isn't okay. (laughs) You're handsome to me. Yeah. I love you. That's what all my bitches say. (laughs) So, this is Real Crime. This is episode 102. We have not. 102. We haven't been here for a while. No, it's been a bit of a break. Yeah, yeah. The there's been kind of needed. It's been stuff. a yeah. been a interesting couple weeks. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, lots and lots of stuff going on. Wanted Thanksgiving is murder. Yeah, it was. Oof. It was definitely murder. <laughs> that was mine. Was a disaster. Was it really? <laughs> My oven didn't work. It <gasps> oh, didn't no. start working until yesterday. Ours oh, broke. Oh. Yeah, ours broke. Well, no, the door came off. Oh shit! <laughs> In the middle of my wife making pies. I saw the picture <gasps> oh, of that. Chris's seat. No, yeah, ours yeah. Didn't the even evidence work. has been oh, posted no. online. My mom started cooking at seven in the morning, and then we didn't realize that cooking <laughs> was still raw until like. A little microphone action going on here. Hey. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm short. I'm not used that's to this. That's why I'm glad that we just had to make the desserts. We just made pies and then went over to Grandma's house. Oh, nice. Grandma. I was hosting Over the mountain and through so. the woods. To Grandmother's house we go. There you go. Grandma's a whore. <laughs> anyway. She is. She She's takes a whore. in anybody that goes over the mountain and through yeah. the woods, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Uphill hey. both ways naked. She's got a pie waiting for him. <laughs> oh. That's right. <laughs> and it's uh. not minced meat. Oh. oh. We are it's terrible a people here. Log. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what am I doing here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what You know any what's funny is that you actually were the <laughs> one like. I want to be on the show more. Yeah. I, I do. Like I don't know why. <laughs> and then you get here and you're like, why <laughs> did I do this? Why did I sign up for this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the good one. I'm the nice one. We're no, just a pile of pigs. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You just o- pretend. Only in public. <laughs> <laughs> only in public. I guess you guys would know. But she mm-hmm. bought me good Asian food. so that I heard. I, I heard. I heard she, she fed you fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat fish, though. I do before every Smith United yeah. show. <laughs> so, all right. This is episode 102 of Real Crime. Uh, we're going to kick off with our sponsors here. Got to mention projectorscreen.com. Woo! Great website. Christmas is coming. They've got awesome deals posted right now. So make sure you visit them online. And then, of course, the wonderful, wonderful Flint Institute of Arts. Hell yeah. They actually have some cool stuff going right now. I was just up in Flint uh, Saturday. Yeah. And they have billboards everywhere right now that place is a pretty big deal it is a big deal it's and it's yeah it's kind of cool that we actually are sponsored by them yes um supporting your local uh people in this month we're actually going to have a couple uh memberships to hand out for them yeah we're going to be doing some giveaways for them for some annual memberships to the fia which will get you into (laughs) all their exhibits so that's pretty cool and uh that's it for our sponsors that's all. Sellermans. Sellermans. Oh, we don't want to forget Sellermans. Oh, oh crap, you scared dude. Me. Dude, my you, heart you, you, dropped. I was I'm like, like, what happened to Sellermans? Sorry, Sellermans. Oh, Sellermans. Uh, you. 
Yeah, Salvin deserves purpose. all of our love. What a troll! Indeed. Now, what's funny is that <laughs> that that if you guys remember back about twenty episodes, Chris would always forget somebody and bring him up about three quarters of the way through. <laughs> like, oh, we can't forget to mention uh, projectorscreen.com. Well, no, I was doing that on purpose, though, kind of breaking him up a little bit. Just <laughs> like now. Yeah, sure you were troll, troll. So in news this week. Evangelion is going to be streaming on Netflix, which was pretty big news uh-huh. for everybody yeah. this week. And all the weebs are happy. All the weebs are... I'm not really weeb, but I'm pretty happy about it. I, That'd be pretty cool. I, I liked watching the first couple of episodes, and then they kind of got too psychedelic for me. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah? Then the design was kind of... Yeah. Yeah, that it's happens. giant robots. What do you... I mean... But not very well designed giant robots. No, I don't know. I've I, never I, really I per, watched I prefer, it. I don't know I much about my it. Gundams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in sad animation news today. Oh yeah, Steven Hillenburg, the creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, passed away. He was fifty-seven. He had ALS. He'd been sick for quite some time, but still, um, heart's kind of broken right now. Yeah. So, little love for Steven Hillenburg. Yeah, that's pretty rough, and that's a. I mean, young, uh, yeah. yeah, fifty-seven years old. Yeah, that's a hell of a disease. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually met somebody last week whose husband has ALS, and she was like, "Yeah, we're calling in hospice. You know, this is not going well." So yes. that disease is it's brutal, brutal, absolutely brutal. Um, in other animation news, we did report earlier that the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is already spawning two sequels. Both based off the female spider characters. One of them. Oh, I thought they There's going to be a direct sequel to the movie, and then the second one oh, is okay. going to be an all-female That's good. spin-off. They're going to rock out Silk and, yeah. and Spider-Girl yeah. and Spider-Gwen. and yep. That'll be great. So pretty cool with that. and then uh, Hopefully Spider-Woman. That'd be... I would think so. Maybe or she's Spider not Gwen. Really, she's not Spider Woman. Isn't really attached to Spider Man at all. No, no. So interesting news there. And then obviously the news that we reported yesterday about Peter Weller and RoboCop Returns. It looks like he is not going to be in the movie. Oh, see, I keep hearing that he might not be in. Yeah, the people not- yesterday were reporting they had talked to his representatives and they said he's basically out. Oh. So, we'll see. We'll see. The thing's not even in production yet. So. Yeah, there's plenty of time to, yeah. to woo him. And if they put offer good, him enough put money. Put a good script in front of him, and, yeah, and exactly. I'm pretty sure And a good dollar sign. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I think with him, the script is more important. Oh, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know if you've ever... Did you watch Longmire at all? Yeah. Oh, man. He, he was so good in that. I absolutely loved Peter Weller. Did you ever Meyer. watch Did you ever watch the History Channel specials about building civilizations and all that kind of stuff? No. With, did with he, Peter Weller's the host. He, oh, really? No. Because he actually is an associate professor at Syracuse University for- At Syracuse? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, That's he's, cool. He's a big deal in, yeah. in, in the archaeology world. That's tight. Yeah. He did that after post-RoboCop. Oh, okay. He went back to school and got all these degrees. And yeah, stuff he's a highly intelligent person. Yeah. He is so cool. And then he was on Sons of Anarchy. He was. Yeah. He and was actually pretty good on that, too. He, he's good. He was in, even he's, good he's in always, the second yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. He was great. He's yeah. just anything he took. And he has that he's great one of those voice. Guys. Oh, my God. No, right? Yeah. Yeah, that voice. Woo. And just remember, no matter where you go, 
there you are. Yes. In new releases this week, we're really not getting that much. The Possession of Hannah Grace is the only big studio release coming out this week. Really? Yeah, I think everybody's steering clear. Everybody's afraid to drop movies this close to December now. Yeah. Because the big hitters are coming like like, next week and the week after that. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. And we just had Wreck-It Ralph last week. Yeah. Creed. Yeah. And then uh, what was the other big one that just came out? There's a bunch. Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to have a little bit of uh, clearance between these big studio blockbusters. So, And there are some big ones still coming. Yes, there are. So... Suggested viewings for this week. My personal one is a little bit different for me. It was a movie called Cam that's uh, streaming on Netflix right now. Okay. It's, oh, I scrimmed, scrimmed over that. Yeah, I scrimmed over <laughs> I it. I scrimmed over that. <laughs> what the hell is a scrim? Explain. I, I meant Define to say, scrim. I meant to say skim. Skim. I yeah. know, I know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically a movie about a, um, a online cam girl. Hey. whose identity gets stolen oh. and they're like literally they've made a clone of her and she's taken her account and is streaming live and taking all her money and her whole persona oh so geez it was pretty pretty interesting actually Please so tell me there's boobies yep yep pretend boobies yes. so h what do you got for us this week uh actually i'm gonna go a little bit more old school not too old school but uh i rewatched game night with Jason Bateman. That movie's and awesome. That movie is awesome. That it movie really is, is so good. If it it kind of was portrayed or uh how how do you say it? um it was the trailers made it look like it was just this like humdrum like like rom-com kind of thing and it's it is kind of that but it's way smarter than it looks. It's kind of like drive how it was perceived one way and it's totally a different movie. Dude, there's some sweet music in that movie and uh, really good editing. The cinematography is gorgeous. And yeah. every, that movie is so well written. I cannot, I was like, it's just a is ton this? of fun. It is. It's, who's this Mark Perez guy? I was like, and then yeah, I, looked I at loved it. it. Yeah, I it was loved so it. great. And I did not realize that it was um, directed by two different people. I didn't know that either. Yeah, two different people. I assume, you know, they had their hands all over it together but it's still funny it's Fun. not it's, it's not like or it's what the avengers the russo brothers you know but i mean like these are two completely separate people so i just thought that was interesting you know but you Game know Night you know siblings so are two completely separate people too well right? i meant like names, <laughs> you know? they have totally what? different names <laughs> what normally when people are directing together they're brothers or sisters or whatever they're related. you know what i mean these yeah. guys are totally unless different, it's key so. and peel that's true. But That's they true. might as well be. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Dana. Well, mine's probably pretty predictable, but you guys all have to go and, and see the new Wreck-It Ralph movie. Ralph Yay. Breaks the Internet is fantastic. And I'm going to have to go back to the theater and see it again, actually, because I know I missed about 90% of the Easter eggs that are hidden in that movie. Ooh. It's so much fun. I mean, visually, there's so much going on. There's all kinds of you know, visual metaphors going on. Um, it's just, it's and it's funny and it's touching. It's just, it's everything that the original Wreck-It Ralph was. And it, it just, it picks up. It, it's just, it's just fantastic. Mm. Um, I can't, I can't say enough good things about this yeah. movie. I've been talking about it since I saw it. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I just love it. 
<laughs> no, that's awesome. You know, it's and you've got great. something that you love that much. You it's got, really You got to talk about it. It's really great. So. And and the original is one of my favorite movies. And so, you know, I went back and watched it again before I went to see the new one. And yeah, it just, it's it's quick. It just, it picks right up. And one it's been my, six years. One of my favorite lines in Wreck-It Ralph is, is I can't remember his name, but he's he's like the little dude, the little boss dude, and he's like, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would you? And he takes off his glasses and hits him with the glasses. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, all right, sorry. It's, it's okay. Oh, it's, it's so okay. funny. I was but laughing. It, it is so funny. Hard. It shouldn't be funny, but it no, is. it's so dumb. But it's you know? just so. And funny. there's a there's a lot of uh, really cool like hidden Disney and Pixar stuff in the background. Uh, and yeah, all all the Disney princesses appear in the movie. They do. Yes. And most of them have their original voice actresses <gasps> for real yes like jody benson plays ariel yeah, and yeah so like you know all the well, not all of them because obviously right. some of some them are aren't alive dead. but yeah. <laughs> but you know all the ones that are around still uh reprise their roles as the princesses oh that's so, so cool. that's really cool it is really cool <laughs> it was a neat thing to notice so there and you know and of course you know there's all and yes there is a, a little uh, brief Stan Lee cameo in Aww. the film because uh, I heard oh that. yeah I read yeah. your review yeah because Disney's uh, Disney owns Marvel now obviously and there's a little bit of a Marvel area in the Disney part of the internet in the movie and well it's, I was gonna say there has to be it's the internet they also uh, dedicated the movie to his memory oh that's sweet I'm yeah. gonna- I got nothing. I'm going to cry. Really? <laughs> nothing. I haven't watched anything in like two weeks. Yeah. You've been busy. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. You've been busy manning that corner. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Watching uh, that pie with a hoe. A hoe's oh. got to make her money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bitch slap is strong with this man. That's right. <laughs> so tonight, we're kind of doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're not tearing into some super relevant pop culture thing that we always kind of do. We're talking about dark themes in animation. Yeah. If you which, don't mind me to quickly interject here, I've been wrecking my brain about this all pretty much all weeks. Um, I want to, cl- if you could clarify for me, because I'm not an animation person per se, uh, what is a dark theme in animation? Because like, what I was picking up on was like, dark moments in animation but then i was actually like googling dark theme animation i was getting all these movies that i've never seen before (laughs) one that you've mentioned plenty of times that uh that uh god what watership down and one that i that's dark yeah Yeah. well that's that's what i'm wondering because here i'm thinking like uh i thought like Pin- Pinocchio, Pinocchio would Pinocchio's be a, full uh, of dark moments. Yeah. Okay, so I that think, would be a dark theme. No. Yes, I think it can be whatever you think it is. Oh, you know, well, see, I like, really do. I don't think okay. there's one specific thing that defines what a dark theme in animation is. I no. really think it well, can run the gamut. You, you really, you almost might as well ask what's a dark theme in literature because in a lot of cases it's the same. Okay. Because that's kind of where I approached it from because a lot of the films that I've loved over time that have been animated have come from, straight from books. Yeah, yeah. I was reading a lot of the animation came from books like Watership Down mm-hmm. and uh, The Plague of Dogs and uh, what was the other one? I... Uh, Animal Farm. Uh, I I don't think I can watch Plague of Dogs, but I was like, maybe mm, Plague I Plague of Dogs is really, really 
Yeah, well, yeah, that yeah, movie is like torturing hardcore. animals. Yeah, like I was that like, I'm not doing that. Movie. I'm not doing that. That no was idea my, what it is. That was actually my first review for the movie Sleuth. I wrote a piece about the plague dogs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's oh. one of my favorite movies. Oh, which you horrible, that. horrible woman. <laughs> well, Martin Rosen directed no, it. No, yeah, that's I was and reading up on it, and I was like, man, it's beautifully animated, but oh, it's horrifying. Yeah, those poor things. I'm, but it's but it's also based on a book. Right. Yeah. So I was I was curious because the only thing that I could honestly think of was Pinocchio, and the movies that really got me were like uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven or um, Oliver and Company. You know about the stray cats and. I think that you're kind of hitting the nail okay. on the head. I, I think, wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't really well, sure. It doesn't to be honest have to with be. You. It doesn't have to be like one of those weird, you know, obscure it's European not, it have to be like stop the motion cat. things. It doesn't have to. <laughs> that be, was on the right. list too. Yeah, actually, it doesn't I've have to be like it. Ralph Bakshi. Well, but... a, let me throw a Ralph Bakshi one out here really quick. The 1978 animated version of Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, that was that on there. Hits dark themes and animation right on the head okay yes it retells that story it's probably one of the first live iterations of that well not live but first movie iterations of lord of the rings and it's way darker than anything they did with the peter jackson movies like it really goes down that rabbit hole with like smeagol is freaky as shit and that is a very very dark movie that gets to the core really of what we're talking Mm -hmm. about correct yeah yeah i would yeah i mean i would think so i was just because i mean i was all over the place i was thinking about you know like the mufasa's death in the lion king but the whole movie isn't dark you know there's just that one spot that to this day i can't watch without bawling my eyes out i'm a 33 year old woman and i'm like (laughs) i'm a 42 year old guy and i still cry every time mufasa does i mean i can't i don't think the live action version i don't think i'm gonna be able to see i know know. i mean the live action one's gonna be brutal i'm gonna totally watch it but i watched the trailer and the little baby simba is so cute and i'm just picturing it and i'm just like no i know (laughs) i'm excited to see it though and i'm so glad jonathan taylor thomas isn't the voice oh well (laughs) You're just stomping all over my tween dreams right there. I, oh, I love Jonathan Taylor Thomas. So, Dana, why don't you throw one out at us? Yeah, please. All right. Well, Because you are the highly educated <laughs> well, person. Well, it's, it's funny, actually, because um, when we were on the way over here, we were discussing how, how dark some of Disney's films have been. Oh, yes. And you mentioned Pinocchio. Yeah. And, and it's funny to me because I don't picture... I don't think of Pinocchio as being that dark because I think about the book that it's based on and the book it's based on is just so depressing oh right the guy that wrote it had to rewrite the end because it was so depressing that (laughs) people were like you can't end the book like this (laughs) so he went back in and and rewrote the ending and then disney took that and made it even lighter and softer and so but there are certainly dark themes in pinocchio i mean oh my god talk about you know how you you can't always trust people and you and, and there's there are people in the world who will take advantage of you even if you're Lost innocent Boy and, and, and oh, oh God, that was, that's probably the most terrifying scene in the movie for me is when the kids start turning into donkeys. Oh, what and was his like, name? Was uh, it Jack? Uh, Lampwick. The oh kid yeah. That Lam- starts, Lampwick. And he's like crying he's the, for his mother and yeah, he's turning into a donkey, donkey at the same time. And oh, it's just like, Oh God, this is terrifying. Yeah. And it's even worse in the book. Cause they make it very clear that where the donkeys are going, they're going to be basically worked to death. Yeah. 
and they're just little kids. Right. Sounds like my life. <laughs> you know, well, there you go. <laughs> well, you, you know. are a jackass. Yes, so. I am. But you know, but it's funny <clears throat> because you know I don't necessarily see Pinocchio as a dark film, but like you say, there are lots of dark films in it. Yeah. And I think Disney's very good at incorporating dark themes yeah. in their films without necessarily making them dark films. I wonder if that's why. Uh, kind of like Sesame Street, how Sesame Street teaches children certain things, you know, and then we have Disney to teach us the the life lessons of whatever, you know what I mean? Like, they're really good at, like you said, incorporating what we need to know about... They're great at death. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah but too. I mean, at explaining it in a way that's not horrific, you know, because death is have awful, Have you watched Bambi? Well, of course I've watched Bambi. Oh, okay, <laughs> the death of Bambi's mom is horrific. Well, yeah, that's And you I'm don't saying. even see it, and that's, I think, worse. Because that makes we it don't so much it. harder. We just, just see hear him, it. and we just see him alone you, and okay, realize, oh, God. How about, how about this? Would you say that the older Disney movies are much more sadistic than the newer ones? Or did they just get more clever With at With the being... exception of uh, The Black Cauldron, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never saw The Black Cauldron. Yeah, The Black Cauldron, the Black Cauldron is, is unique to me among Disney films because yeah. they were going for darker and scarier. There. They wanted it. Oh, they, okay. they wanted to make a scary movie. And actually, it's interesting you mention it because I've been reading that they're planning a, uh, a, a live-action Chronicles of Prydain movie that supposedly will cover more of the books. Hmm. Was it, was, it's based on a series of five five books by Lloyd Alexander. Nothing is sacred. And, well, and, <laughs> Nothing. I'm actually really excited for Black that. Black Cauldron I hope they do shouldn't it right. be sacred. That was yeah. a giant hunk of shit. Was it? I, I hate that okay, movie. Okay, I like that movie, so <laughs> you go over there and stay there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hate that movie. I saw it in the theater when it came out. I think there are things they could have done a lot better, but I mean, there's there are pieces of animation that, in that movie that oh, are just. I'm not saying it's not beautiful. I'm not saying it's not well made. I'm just saying it's a terrible movie. The the fuzzy little dude is Gergi. Yes, is the most obnoxious thing ever put on film. I'd rather watch um, six I'm hours sorry, of Jar Jar, Jar, Jar Binks. Yeah, no, yeah. What's that? Yeah, um, I'd no, rather Jar watch Jar. six hours no, of Jar no, Jar. No. Oh dear God, no. No. Mm-mm. no. Oh yeah. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Jar Jar loves don't you. Don't tell me no that I don't <laughs> I feel <will>. that way. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> you know what? I'm a woman, so I can tell you what to do. Yeah, no. <laughs> Damn it. I was just trying. You're not to my make it, woman. So I was just trying to turn it around on us. You know, I was just trying to let you know how we feel. All right, Trevor. Uh, <laughs> heavy metal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I'm feeling Bakshi was going to come up again. <laughs> Bakshi's going to dominate yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, what's not to say about it? I mean, the whole thing. There, I mean, there's almost no part of that movie that's not dark in some yeah, level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful animation. Still a little too heavy on the rotoscope for me, but it's still. I, I love that movie. Just it, it's so. It's been a done. very long time since I've seen Heavy Metal. We should do a movie night here and watch it. Yeah, and I've got the Blu-ray. And yeah, crank need, it. Yeah, we need to do like a Bakshi night. That would be sweet. Oh, that, that would, would be, be pretty cool, cool actually. That would be great. Yeah. Yes. That would be fun, I think. <laughs> Trevor's like, uh... <laughs> okay, you can stay home for that one if you... <laughs> you don't like us enough. <laughs> you... <clears throat> you monster, you. You monster. <laughs> So I, honestly, I mean, it, my issue isn't that that I don't like you guys enough. Oh, it's I thought you were talking about heavy metal. I'm not a huge Ralph Bakshi fan. Um, 
technique wise and like visually like like you brought up lord of the rings earlier and the sheer amount of rotoscoping in that movie is just ruins it for me what is it, rotoscoping I've rotoscoping heard... is when what you ta- like? when you shoot live action okay and then trace it oh duh okay and his Lord of the Rings yeah, had yeah. so much rotoscoping in it that it was horrifying. When rotoscoping is done well, it's really cool. Give me um, an example. Like 101 Dalmatians had um, a bunch of rotoscoping yeah. in it. Um, when Cruella de Vil is chasing, um, is driving through the streets right. in the snow. Yeah, yeah. Every time she'd hit the snow drifts and you'd yeah. have that really realistic snow flurry come off the back of the car uh, or American off the snow Tale drifts. is like that too. American Tale did it really Rescuers. well. Rescuers. Um, but a lot of that Bakshi stuff has that kind of He-Man um, Masters of the Universe rotoscoping thing where the rest of the animation doesn't match up to the way that they move whenever they do the roto- whenever they're using the rotoscope okay. frames. And it, and it really, it always throws me off. And I find it very distracting. Mm. Oh, so. I can see that. See, I yeah. think that's, that's a design choice on Bax- on Bakshi's part because uh, heavy metal, or not heavy metal, uh, heavy traffic um, is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. And it does kind of this, that thing. But to me, it, I like it because I, I think it's, I think it's done on purpose. It's kind of a, I'd also it's supposed like to, to kind say of that it's a off. sign of the times too, you know, like when that, it's kind that, of the way they did things. Yeah, then. that mm-hmm. era of animation. It was new, and it know? was you know it was mm-hmm. available, and they and they wanted to check out what they could do with it. Yeah, and I think that just Bakshi's just really different when it comes to to style, animation style. A lot of his films, I and mean, you could just we could do a whole show on just how Bakshi's different from everybody else. And we should do that. Yeah, we should do, that. should do that. I need to watch more of his stuff though. We could before we, could we do ask that. him to tune in. I bet he. Oh would. yeah. He's our buddy what? now. Yeah, he loves us. <laughs> he does love us. Yeah. Well, no. he did until until he hears this podcast. Oh, and me. I still love you, Ralph. Honestly, I take. I him. like his movies. I just don't. I find those sections or that that aspect of them pull just withdraws me from the movie completely. I think from the conversation we had with him a couple years ago, I think if he heard you say that, he wouldn't agree with you, but. From the way he talked to us, he would respect your opinion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like he would. He he's not that like oh fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he's the kind of guy that. Yeah, he was really cool. I mean, yeah. what what pisses me off is that without that, if Lord of the Rings would have been stuck a little bit more traditional, that would have been the definitive Lord of the Rings movie, even mm. now. I don't even like Lord of the Rings. So. I don't either, so I'm out of this conversation. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. 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 My brother does, too. My mom a does, too. A lot of people too. do. Yeah. Sweet. Then your brother's pretty cool by my standards. <laughs> yeah, he's all right. That's my a pretty low bar. That's a pretty low bar. The way he feels about the Lord of the Rings is the way I feel about, like, Harry Potter. Yeah. He loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah, like. Yeah. Harry. I like Lord of the Rings a lot. But you like Harry Potter better. Yeah. 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 I like yeah. one of them, so I'm just going <laughs> 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 All right. So what's the next one we want to touch on? Well, I, I wanted to, touch I guess, Dana, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about what, so your number one animated film was Watership Down, right? 
It's one of them. Okay. I don't know that I have one definitive favorite animated film. Maybe Shinbone Alley. Shinbone Alley? Yeah. <laughs> Where's that from? Um, I know you like the old the yeah, old animation. It's, it's from the early 70s. Oh, okay. It's based on a musical that's based on a book. or oh. Well, several books. Oh, all right. Um, Shinbone Alley? Yeah, it's a, about a cockroach. Oh, I do remember you telling me that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My life story. Well, I wanted to ask, mostly because I feel like I feel like you're the one that watches the most animation, and I'm fairly new to the animation thing. Like I watch, you know, I've seen every Disney movie, you know, and I, mm-hmm. but I'm not particular about watching animation for some reason, and it's, and I, I'm not sure exactly why. I'm actually kind of perplexed by by why I don't watch watch it as much as say like a live action movie but i wanted to ask you how you felt i i know you're not super into anime but um it is animation and uh i from what i've seen i would personally think that maybe because of the literature because they come off of you know the the mangas or whatever but i think and i think anime is more dark than say the western animation um, I think in a lot of ways that's probably true because anime is, I mean, the, the Japanese tend to see animation differently. I mean, we were talking about this too, about how a lot <laughs> of American... Uh, oh, what? no, nothing, nothing. How nothing. dare you? How dare you laugh at me? I know. As soon as you said that, we got like all these little angry emoticons going what? up. Yeah. All right. You know what? Are you what? serious? I, I, I will say this. I, they... Here in America, we tend to look at animation as kids and family stuff. Yeah. And yes. over there, they tend to look at it more as an art form, which I think we should do more of, sure. of that. Agreed. And, you know, I the only reason I'm really not into anime is just I just don't like the tropes very much. And oh. I'm just not interested in it. It's just not my style of animation. I, I definitely agree that anime is art. And, you know, and I would... Well, obviously it counts. It's animation, like yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, It's just not where my where Tape. my taste lies. Yeah, you know? okay. And a lot of people love it. I get why. You know, I just don't. I just never really have. I mean, when I was a little kid, there was a lot of anime on TV, and I used to watch it. You know, the old Saban shows. You know, like the Little Prince and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. And 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 and, and I you know, it's not real anime or whatever, but. Star Blazers. That was really the only <laughs> stuff I ever got into in my whole life. And when I got to be an adult, I just kind of drifted away from that. And I, I prefer the older, you know, the European stuff, the the, the Western yeah. take on, on animation and style. And that's actually one of the things that bothers me about modern television animation is that so much Western animation on TV mm. wants to be anime. Yeah, and it, it does. And it doesn't work that Yeah, it way. doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, why is that, man? I like Because it's popular. There's no, like, yeah. Maybe it's just popularity, but it looks terrible, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's I very my, limited. I have and my own just... theory, and it usually offends all the weebs. So I, I... <laughs> why? There's more angry reacts. why there's american anime no why why american television animation has switched over to that more anime style oh um it's cheap mm. there's no it's in, there, to, there's it's almost no in betweening um it's easier to there's less lines on the faces yeah you can everything is super simplified down to its core so there's less to draw yeah, but I don't, um, I don't think that's offensive. And they do a lot of the freeze frame stuff. Yeah. Where they, they do a lot zoom. of the freeze, freeze yeah. frame yeah. stuff. Yeah. They do a lot of the people running where all you see is their right. shoulders. 
and <laughs> and a, bu- a line of bushes and at their in front blocking their legs or the, and like, a moving background like like well, I just yeah. I, I mean, just finished watching that Shira the new Shira Princesses of Power show on Netflix and that's drawn like that and like every time she transforms it's like it looks like Sailor Moon and I'm just like um what, that's, what? honestly that Why? show looks like garbage it, it, it but the thing is, is. <laughs> we are such the nice thing is people. that that's that's been a an american thing too though yeah the reuse yeah. the reusing frames of course of course the reusing oh, yeah, they, clips. they lampshaded on the simpsons a lot they do and but i mean it it was very important to do it for kids cartoons especially 70s and 80s because it made it so that they could keep costs nice and low and still have good quality animation um i mean he-man was notorious for it (laughs) where he-man apparently they had a book of scenes that were already animated that they'd used that they'd already done for previous episodes and you'd get a bonus if you could if you were a script writer for (laughs) he-man you'd get a bonus if you could write a script that almost used those entirely that's hilarious. Where they wouldn't have, like, the, whoever got the fewest right. new frames of animation would get a bonus. <laughs> um, less work. Yeah. It's a lot less work, no money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zero money spent. All you have to do is grab the stuff, already animated stuff, splice yeah. it together, and you're done. Well, I see that the, I think maybe where, where I can uh, uh defend the weeaboos there is that like she was saying um you know anime is is art and so the then japanese people they're very they're minimalist you know so like i can see where that comes in to play having less lines and being more uh scaling and detailing is different say than in you know the cartoons that we have now over here where everything is so edited fast and it looks all blotchy and just you know, well, I don't know. Put I mean, together. adventure time is that's well that's different it's an american anime that's american animation yeah that's different and, and it's but it's very detailed too done. yeah it's really detailed and um the marvelous misadventures of flapjack reminds me of ren and stimpy where they had, because uh, they had the close-up. Going close to the up, new shit. The, I'm sitting there the, going. Oh, <laughs> mis- the misadventures of Flapjack are from watched. like the end, like 2000s, I think maybe, like yeah, early yeah. 2000s. I stopped watching like, new cartoons about 1994. Oh well, it's it's actually <laughs> uh, what's his name? Bill Murray's brother. What's his name? Which one? Doyle. Mm, yes, yes. Brian Doyle Murphy. Yeah, the older one. Yeah, he's uh he's the voice of Captain Knuckles. That's spectacular. <laughs> and it's uh <laughs> it's it's really funny actually. He's and actually if I don't have you ever actually watched that the Me? Misadventures? I've seen a few episodes. Yeah, there and that's pretty, yeah, that's it, like Adventure Time. It's really dark. The, There's some like the really nasty shit in it. The freaking kids that I went to school with when I was going to film school and anime for animation and and stuff, they would just hover around the break room watching all that bubblegum and bubblegum wasn't it wasn't that what it was called bubblegum crisis no no it was flapjack and then um the regular show was that oh it? regular oh. show i love regular I show. regular shows pretty they'd fun watch too. all that i and i'd get stuck in there watching that all of it and like none of it was funny oh man 
Not even slightly. I'm sad for you. I know. There's some really, <laughs> there's so some really funny, dumb stuff in, it's, those, in that's, that show. That's exactly <laughs> it, was, it was dumb. It, that's exactly it. You have to just kind of let go of your intellect for a while and just be like, okay, no. this is so stupid and it's so funny. Well, see, funny. like, the, what, no. I, you had to do that with Ren and Stimpy and Ren and Stimpy mm-hmm. was a hit. Ren, Ren and Stimpy, Stimpy I, I, we Ren need to get. Ren and Stimpy was actually deep as shit. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Misadventures of Flapjack and regular show. But Ren and Stimpy, time. honestly, was a very dark themed show. Yeah. Too. I mean, it was. it was hilarious, but some of the shit that was going on mm-hmm. was it fits in this category. The time eradicator button. Dude, <laughs> even the shit with the rubber nipples. I oh, mean, right. come on. That, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that Powder episode. Toast, man. Hello, sir. <laughs> Do you like to buy some shiny new rubber nipples? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know. Honey, <laughs> honey, do we need any rubber nipples? No, honey. You come on, get new rubber nipples before you use the one you already have. <laughs> Another yeah. uh, really good dark anime is Akira. Yeah, Akira is pretty pretty dark. That's dark and depressing. And yeah, dark is an understatement. Yeah, yeah, very dystopian. Yeah, dark future. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and it's beautifully animated. Oh my god. Beautifully animated. So I'm going to throw one out there that I know me and Dana both love. The Iron Giant. Oh, yeah. But is that really dark? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Yeah. Okay, explain to me how it's dark because I see that movie as as like a very heartwarming movie. It most is heartwarming. Of it, the, 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 most the of it is. is oh, okay, see, then I don't... The overall theme and and the loneliness and the separation and the pursuit and... Oh, yeah, it's dark. Well, mm-hmm. and the whole the whole thing is centered around war. Okay, you know? sure. Yeah. And paranoia. Paranoia of, you know, what we don't know. And this giant robot is here. And the only thought is... Destroy, destroy it. it. Yeah. Destroy it. Don't destroy under, him. Don't try to understand it. Don't try to see why it's yep. here or where it came from. Just blow I, it up. I adore that movie. Yeah. That so is I, in my top ten of all time. It is one of Hands my favorite down. films, too. You know, uh, oh, animated? No, in my top ten movies of all time. Oh, it's probably in my top hundred. I've watched this movie so many times. My kids love it too. I've seen it three times. Yeah, but yeah. it is it very thematically dark. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, and Vin Diesel was spectacular. Oh yeah. Oh yes. It was yes. his best acting ever. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's a funny thing for you. You know that Steven uh, Spielberg actually said that Vin Diesel's the single most talented actor he's ever worked with? Really? Really. When he when they did Saving Private Ryan, yeah. He said that he would cast if Vin was interested in the role, he would cast him in almost any part in any movie he ever made. That's insane. I don't think so. It's that he's it's that he's typecast. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Because he's really good in the stuff that's against type. That's against type. Yeah. And like uh, I can't remember the movie he made where he directed it, and it's actually him with a full head of hair and a beard. Oh, the courtroom movie. Yes. I can't remember what the name of it and is. He right was now. so good. Yeah, in that it. was actually a decent movie. And he was so yeah. good in it. Yeah. No, nobody gives him enough credit. It always bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> All right, I'm going to refer back to Dana and let her throw one out there again. Okay, I'm going to say one that might surprise you and it might not. Uh, the Brave Little Toaster. <gasps> oh, 
I'm so glad you mentioned it. That movie is one of the darkest movies I've ever seen. It really is. And I actually, I came across... I haven't seen it so very long. I came across a lot... Somebody made a live-action version of the Worthless song. Oh, my God. And it takes on a totally different... Like, it's just like, whoa. Really? I want to see this. (laughs) I I honestly think I've never seen it. It's it's a precursor to Pixar, um, Hyperion... A lot of the people that worked on that mm-hmm. movie ended up. Uh, going I remember it coming out, and Pixar. I remember trailers for it and all that stuff. And I just, don't I bother with the sequels, but see the original one. Yeah, it's it's so. And that's there an older so movie many. that was in like the early eighties, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah mid eighties, I think. I think it was eighty five. Mid mid or late. It was eighty five, I think. It might might have been earlier. I remember being a kid seeing that movie and being like, I don't get it. <laughs> like I just don't understand. It's. Yeah, it's there's so much because I was depressing just too, stuff. Yeah, in that I was movie. just too young and I didn't understand. And be, way before Toy Story, it even started making me think, "Oh my God, are all the inanimate objects in my house alive?" Oh yeah, that's too. Like, oh my God, does my blanket <laughs> miss me? Like, <laughs> like when I'm at work, does my you know does my blanket wish I was still there? Oh I mean, man. And and I actually. Um, a while back, wrote a piece. I, I never published it anywhere because I'm actually kind of embarrassed of it. But it, I wrote a piece about how uh, it's almost like the, the when the appliances go out in search of the master, it's almost like a pilgrimage toward God. Like oh, the master man. is their godhead and they're like looking for it everywhere and yeah. they never quite find it. They always just miss it. And then there's all this other stuff piled in there and it's just... I mean, there's the the scene in the in the shop where the guy takes apart the blender. <gasps> oh and, yeah, and it's just horrifying because <laughs> you're looking at it from their point of view. Right. Yeah. And he's <laughs> just like, oh my god. <laughs> like they just took his motor out. Like, whoa. <laughs> that was on that list that I was looking at when I was trying to. The brave little toaster was. Yeah, to decide, mm-hmm. like, decipher what really dark themed an animation meant, you know. But that's a good choice. I forgot all about the movie until I read the list. I was like, oh, man, Brave Little mm-hmm. Toaster. There's yeah. a lot of these. Like, I was digging through stuff, and there's a lot. Like, this is a consistent thing with animation. Oh, my next one is going to. Yeah? Yeah. What is it? Transformers the movie. Oh, oh yeah. You know, I was wondering if I should mention that. That movie changed so many people's perspective on death. Um first time a lot of us saw a character die a main character yeah um i mean they got hate mail from parents really oh yeah for a long time yeah don't worry kitties he comes back well kind of and really badly animated in a horrible continuation of the series but um (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, no i mean the, the movie is beautifully animated. Yeah. I mean, you can tell that they put the money into it. Uh, one of Orson Welles' last performances of his career. In fact, his voice was so gone while he was doing it that they actually had to get another voice actor to come in to, to read all the lines and then they had to merge the voices so you could actually oh, really? understand what he was saying. Jesus. Um, I mean, the cast in it is a little insane. Oh, I know. Um, like, like, it's a list of people that you're like, Judd what Nelson, are they? Yeah, Leonard really? Nimoy, yeah, like John Mashita, really? Nobody here knows who John Mashita is, do they? I do. You do? Yay! Yeah, he was the, the micro machines. Guy. He was the micro machines guy. Oh, that's right. World's yeah, fastest talker. Yeah, the world's Talk fastest really talker. That's right. Yeah, 
Um, but I mean, it, it, it's about war. It's about death. It's about, um, I mean, you know, galactic, galactic destruction. Yeah. Like it was a dark freaking movie for a, something based off of a toy line that should have been a throwaway. And here, what? Almost 40 years later. Yeah. It's still relevant and still talked about and still being re-released in theaters and, and yeah. Yeah, that uh, we ha- that Blu-ray is fucking crisp. Oh, the sh- the shout the shout factory. Yeah, yeah, I have that. I have the steel book of that. It's beautiful. That is crisp. I I, ha- I have a um a Japanese or Chinese import of the original series too. Ooh. And they went through and did the same kind of scrubbing to Ooh, it that really? they did for the movie, and it's spectacular. Oh, I'd like to see that yeah. actually. In the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, the soundtrack. Oh, is you incredible. can't go wrong with the soundtrack. Come on. Yeah. I mean, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, I oh my god, not I totally forgot that's where that that's from. Dare to be stupid. Yeah, yeah I had that. Yeah. I had that stuck in my head the Dare other day when stupid. I woke up and I was like, Dare "Why am I singing this?" <laughs> Put your head in a microwave and give yourself a tan. <laughs> I mean, um, the touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was obviously performed by Me. Mark Wahlberg and John C. Riley in. Boogie Nights. Yeah. I'm like watching that scene going like, where have I heard this before? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. oh shit. No Transformers. Way. Yeah. With the white yeah. lion, I believe, did the theme song for, for the movie. Transformers. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some horrible stuff going on in there, but there's some really good stuff going on in that movie. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to throw one out there that a lot of people really hate this movie, but I actually enjoy it to this day. But this one definitely fits into this is nine. Oh, I love, I love nine. nine. So like this movie gets people like people fucking hate really? this movie. Why? I don't know. I don't hate it. I was I'm completely indifferent. Yeah, I was like, so I, bored. Oh, I loved yeah. it. I thought it was really cute. I think it was well, it had like that repetitious like Armageddon trope kind of thing going on in there. But I loved the animation in the movie. Oh, it was beautifully done. And I loved like the main character and yeah. some of the teamwork that goes on in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that resounding feeling of death that's like over yeah. the entire, entire movie. movie is like morbid <laughs> is shit. But who directed this one? Um, oh man, I don't remember who directed the I know, full length. I know Shane Acker did the original short. Wasn't um, Tim Burton a producer? But I think I think I, Shane Acker also worked on. I think he was. I'm pretty oh, sure it was. It Sean, was. Sean uh, yeah, it was movie. Burton produced. Yeah, I was going to say Burton released. Or I'm whatever. pretty sure that uh, it was. Tr- it was. Uh, well, I'm missing the word, man. It was. Uh, commercialized as a Tim Burton movie, but he just produced it. Well, everything, anything well, I mean, that he touches is well. Is they were throwing his capitalize. Well, yeah, they were throwing Same his thing name with everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a Tarantino but, joint. It's been like, a long really? time since I've seen nine. <laughs> yeah, it's Robert been a while Rodriguez since directed it. it. Too. How dare you? <laughs> I've got the Blu-ray. I actually need to rewatch it. It's been yeah, a few years. It. Since it's I've on Netflix right now too. Actually, is it? I have it sitting on my shelf. I watched it. My wife loves it. I I just thought it was kind of mediocre. Uh, I went and saw it in the theater with Jesse before we were dating. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, it was directed by Shane Acker. Oh, okay. But, I mean, the cast for nine, Elijah Wood, Jennifer Connelly, Crispin Glover, mm. Martin Connelly Landau. is my number one crush in Hollywood, by the way. I, I will agree with you on that. <laughs> her, and, her and Kat Dennings. 
Oh God, I hate her. But have you looked at her? Oh Something yeah, yeah, and I hate her. About Jennifer Connelly in Requiem for a Dream. She's so beautiful, but so broken. Something every time I watch that movie, I'm like, I just want to hug you and I want to fix you. Yeah, have you seen and her I in The Rocketeer? Take this lotion. Yes. <laughs> have you seen her in Career Opportunities? Yes. Have okay. you seen her on uh, oh Hot? My God. Hot? Yeah. Okay. We better. Yeah. We better stop. Knock it off. Yeah. Because yeah. we're gonna make <sighs> pe- we're gonna make Rachel mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I call her I call her Mrs. Eyebrows. Yeah. From like is remember? she is she listening? I don't know. No, not right now. But maybe she will later. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. She can she can slap me around later. It's okay. Fine. It's fine. All right. So who's got another one here? Um, another one that I was spit it out, woman. The, another one that I was thinking about was Sleeping Beauty. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I I like how pretty much everything that I've mentioned is like a, is a Disney flick. It's a, but the old school <laughs> classic okay. Disney yeah, were dark. That's what Disney that. does. That, yeah. that, she and I were talking about that in the car. I'm wondering is that a lot like, of people discount them because they're Disney? No, but man. then you watch it and the content is not. Yeah, yeah. even like uh, Little Mermaid. But um, I digress. Uh, Sleeping Beauty is is probably my favorite. Disney movie. Mine too. I love Sleeping Beauty. I can't even. I can't even li- like listen to it without crying. I just love yeah. that movie so the much. Music you know, the music is spectacular. I love. And you know, it's, it's, and I love the animation in Sleeping Beauty. It's it's interesting gorgeous. Too. It's got this like glow. You know, it's interesting too um, that Sleeping Beauty, when it was released, was a total flop. Oh, that's so it sad. Failed in that the theater. What was really cool? Um, there's a, a cartoon history museum in San Francisco. And they managed to get most of the original backgrounds for the movie, the original paintings. Yeah. If you walk through the and, Sleeping Beauty oh, thing in um, the Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland, yeah, there's um, the murals. The murals there were done by Avon Earl. Yep. And they're fantastic. They're beautiful. Mm. Are you but, sure it's Disneyland but seeing the, or Disney But seeing World? the original paintings that yeah. were the original yeah, backgrounds was just Ugh. spectacular. But what's weird is that then you turn around and there's original Beetle Bailey art. And you're like, oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, Sleeping Beauty. I remember being a kid watching it. And just, I mean, I was obsessed with it. But I remember feeling for majority of the movie really sad. And just like I was anticipating the prince to ki- kissing her and waking it, her up and you know the same the, thing with Snow White. What I love about that movie is the majority of it is creeping terror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you know the bad things coming and here she is happy singing yeah. falling in love and, then she's, and all oh, you know yeah, she's, is that she's going to prick her finger on this needle God and the world is going to freaking end. Yep. You know and you're watching it and you're and the fact that you know what's going to happen to yeah. her makes it more disturbing to see the to hear i know you i walked yeah. with you once upon a dream like half the songs are about sleeping yeah mm-hmm. yep and so it's all like this build up to <laughs> to the moment and it's really and disturbingly not to mention, the done. Actual, the the actual scene of her following the light and then touch it like that whole the green and the, yeah. the way that that movie is looks the color, is just yeah the color palette the, the, the color movie. palette for that movie is spectacular especially since it's three different movies really yeah pretty the much color palette wise there's yeah. the beginning mm-hmm, which is with all the bright royal, and, yep. bright royal palace so it's primary colors it's very nailed down 
And then there's the middle section of her living in the forest, right. and it's more earth tones, yeah. natural colors. Green, brown. And greens, browns, yeah, reds. Um, except for then the prince shows up, and he's returned to primary colors, but the, rest of, the rest of her world stays the same color, and he leaves. And, and then, then green. And then it goes black. Yeah. And green and purple. Basically turns into she's the Joker. One, she's... <laughs> She's one of my favorite villains, too. Maleficent too. is yeah. my favorite Woo. Disney vi- villain, bar none. Scar's so pretty cool, too. What's that? Scar's pretty oh, cool, Oh, yeah. Too. Scar is... Scar's a bitch. <laughs> well, Scar is a bitch, but... Compared Uncle to Scar, you're so weird. You have <laughs> no idea. <laughs> oh, I love Jeremy Irons. I want to marry him. Zazu is my favorite part of Lion King, by the way. I mean... I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Dee-dee-dee. Yeah. <laughs> I love that it's Rowan Atkinson too. Yeah, oh, I know, right? Yeah, me too. Adds so much. Um, Who's next? I believe. I'll, actually, when her her. Yeah, I know. Oh, we're I'll, just kind of. I'll go. Um, just talk about whatever. Um, Snow White. Yeah, Snow White's another one. Very sleeping. A, a movie about a homicidal stepmom. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's stepfather. Yeah, the, the horror movie stepfather. Except for a fairy tale and Disney. Yeah. And it's disturbing. It is. It's. A lot of it is disturbing from beginning to end, even when they're, when she's the happy the stuff is up. sad. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's an entire movie about being either obsessed with your work, okay. killing your kids, it's- <laughs> or. Killing your spouse. Oh, well, and be, yeah, well, being completely envious and then trying to kill a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I forgot about the envy part. Complete that's... envy. Yeah. I mean, it is the most disturbing story. The The, the actual original story is much more disturbing. Of course but it is. The book, the book is one thing, but you still have to take the movie on its own credits. And it to this day, it's still uncomfortable to watch yeah a little bit i mean i I mean it's it's not date it's not date rape oh no like kissing kissing (gasps) sleeping beauty but it's it's still off-putting oh yeah well you know actually i think that was one of my first uh questions about those movies i was like wait she's sleeping is that is that okay like 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 i can't believe they put boys and girls do not kiss sleeping women. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't know them. It's just weird. creepy and rapey. Yeah, Even if it you is. know them. It really is. Even if you know them. <laughs> you probably shouldn't. It is creepy. And it's Kevin just, Spacey. Even if you know them. Well, it depends. Like, <laughs> like if I'm kissing my wife good morning. Well, yeah, okay. Jesse does that too. If I'm still That's sleeping. not creepy and rapey. Yeah, he's like, all right, all right, I'm going to work. At least I don't think it is. No, I mean, that's I mean, my wife could wake up in a a sweat, terrorized by it, but I don't know. She doesn't tell me. (laughs) I've never done that. Never. Oh, Oh, I have. Never. Yeah. Uh, Although it's usually usually a forehead kiss. Yeah, I've done that. But something about kissing somebody on the lips while they're asleep. It's It's too much like a cat. What? It's like foreplay. Like a cat sitting on your chest, like staring. Haven't you? You've oh, opened yes. up to that. Of course. It's the same concept to me. Oh, they're my babies. Yeah, I, that's because they're trying it. to steal your breath. No. 
Cats my, are evil. Not my son. Cats are evil. I don't they know. I not. always get the other end from my kids. <laughs> oh, I used to get that one too. <laughs> I am Sauron right in my face. <laughs> Wake oh. up and you're like, hey. Oh, oh you have pretty <laughs> eyes, Sauron. but not the brown one. Oh. Oh. Thank you, kitty pooper. <laughs> <laughs> my cat is the worst offender. <laughs> you got something, I know. Besides I've, the clap. I've, yeah, yeah. From the weird, rapey. Weird rapey sleep friend. Kiss, kiss on the mouth. <laughs> wake up, Sleeping Beauty, it wake was up. From the what brown the eye. fuck are you doing? I'm trying to sleep. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a couple. I would actually, I'm going to go with Disney again. It's up. easy. It's an easy. Uh, up. up. I up. mean, oh. most of the movie is very happy. I would say 99% But that first of it is. 20 minutes. I swear, we've talked about this before. Yeah. It was Christmas Christmas Day. We None of us had ever seen Up. I bought that, you know, Disney special edition Blu-ray, oh, yeah. the big yeah. pack. And, uh, and we're all getting ready. Hey, we're going to watch a movie together. And we put on hey, Up. Hey, all of you are We put on Up. <laughs> and my mom is like poking me in the back. What the hell did you put on? You know, <laughs> what were you thinking? I didn't know. I didn't know the first that this 10 was. Of this movie. Yeah, the first it's ten minutes. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. That right to the core of being dark. Now after that, it's the one. Yeah. It's the sweetest movie ever. Yeah, squirrel. Squirrel. Dude, I mean, it Doug is not... the dog is one of the greatest characters ever put on anything. It's not just in the first the first ten minutes. I'm gonna go back to that because that's really the dark part. Um, it wasn't just the death that made it so awful. It was all the implications that like that she couldn't have a baby and yeah. they wanted one yep. and they spent like every day together. And then all of a sudden she started to go downhill and yep. he had to watch that. And it was mm-hmm. just, it just, it's every time I watch fear. it. And yeah. And it's like, it's, it's just mine. all these, all these little moments and there be. was not a single no. word of dialogue in that whole thing. Yeah. And it just. They didn't need it. They didn't need it. No. It was just enough to it watch them. It was so perfectly done. Go through that. Yeah. That's those stages of their lives. That's it was just I, amazing. This sounds horrible and, and depressing. I think that might be the most magical 10 minutes of animation I've ever seen. Is that first 10 minutes. It, it is certainly because the Because it, it's, it's the best storytelling I've ever seen well, and it just rips right into like the whole human condition thing. It's what we all it fear. Does. I mean, Being every alone, single person in the alone. theater is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. everybody's you know, sobbing, and and yeah, oh, and yeah, they're all looking at each other like, oh my god. And then Russell, then Russell shows up, and you're and, like, and then oh, oh, thank God, I got okay, <laughs> yeah, Russell oh, and the dog, shit. and then. Yeah. Escape oh. route. We got this kid now. Yeah. yeah thank you for the Ewok. Yeah, but he, he's a, <laughs> that's even sad too because his, his parents are never around and yeah, I mean yeah. He, he's a he's a pretty tragic character too. It's fucking Disney. But yeah. then at the end, the fact that they become that for each other is just the yeah. coolest fucking thing and, ever. And so was Doug. He was a misfit among all the other yep. dogs. They all kicked him around and made fun nice. of him because he was nice. Yeah. I waited under Hi. the porch because I love you. I mean, <laughs> oh, uh, God, don't make me cry. Right some now. of those, some of those Doug lines just—they really kill me. I know because they're oh. exactly what you imagine your dog is thinking. I know, right? Oh, my girls will look at me and like, "You'll give me food because I love you." Yeah. <laughs> you that know? look, like, oh, 
I do not like the cone of shame. <laughs> <laughs> that that is the name of those now. Yes. Anytime cone of shame. Nobody calls them decollars anymore. We, yeah, we have two we have two Malmutes that live up just up the street, and one of them got fixed last week and got loose, <laughs> and so we have these two Malmutes running down our street, and one of them in the biggest cone of shame you've ever seen in your life. And so I went out to go stop them and, and help them get home. And he comes over with his cone of shame and just bumps right into my stomach. And is like, I want to like, smell you, but like, I can't. Aww. And so I reached down and let him smell my hand and give him lovies. And he's like, okay, you're cool. But I got to go. There's more to see. And just turns around and, run, and runs away from me. I'm like... Uh, that, Don't rip a stitch. It's like, backfired. It's like that episode of The Simpsons. The lamp's getting away. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dana, why don't you throw another one out? All right. Well, since we've been talking about Disney this whole time, I'm going to throw a wrench <laughs> in this. Yeah. Let's talk about Don Bluth instead. Ooh. Don Bluth was the master of these dark yes, movies. Yes, he was. From The Secret of Nim to oh. An American Tale it. to oh, All Dogs that. Go to Heaven. Yes, yes. A Land Before Time, the original one, before yeah. they started singing. Never saw it. <laughs> The, the first land before one? time. Oh my oh, god! Oh man, I was. Cr- I remember oh, the Diana Ross. No, intro no. And- what's oh. gonna What's gonna crack everybody up? There's a reason I've never seen Land Before Time, mm-hmm. and it's literally that everybody has said that this is the saddest freaking movie ever. Oh, and I'm no. like, I don't I, think I, it's the I, saddest movie ever, it's but it's definitely either. sad. Yeah, because you know they're all gonna die. Well, and not right. only that, but I mean, what happens in the actual movie? I mean, yeah, the kid loses his mother in right. the first like it's twenty minutes of the movie. It's basically Bambi, but in but with dinosaurs. Just, uh, with then dinosaurs. I've already seen it. It's okay. Yeah, but there's there's, there's a bigger friendship. In well, this one. and what's interesting to me is that they bigger? actually had yeah, to like a bigger group of friendship. <sighs> Flower and Thumper are all I need. Thank you. They actually had to tone <laughs> the movie down when they were making it because oh, it was uh, at first they had like all the you know the little kid actors they were basically told to scream like they were being murdered <laughs> because they were doing the you know the scenes yeah. were animating the scenes where the sharp tooth the yeah. tyrannosaur or whatever he was. They were like running away from him and they were like screaming like the kids were screaming bloody murder, bloody murder and then yeah. yeah and the test audiences were way too traumatized by that so they had to actually tone that movie down a lot when they released it. That's interesting. So which which Don Bluth are you going with? So I mean I think in general in Don general. Bluth but I think the darkest one the darkest one was probably the Secret of Nim because it actually I mean there was actual blood in that movie mm-hmm. there was actual death in that movie mm-hmm. I mean there was death in some of the other ones but I mean they were really graphic I've about never it. seen <coughs> Jonathan's it. death hit me hard Jonathan, how old is that movie it came out when I was Jonathan's six Jonathan Jonathan Br- Brisby oh oh yeah well they don't they don't show it they kind of show it, but they talk about but it. But yeah, lot. that they yeah the, they the, they show yeah. the part where he saved the other mice from the yeah. air ducts. That's also based on a book which yes. was Miss, a lot darker. Miss, Miss Brisby and the Rats of Nim. Interestingly enough, Mrs. Frisby. Frisby in the book, Mrs. Yeah. Brisby in the movie. Yeah. I don't know why they changed it. But they did. My Frisby, Frisby was... might have sued them. Mm, I don't maybe. Maybe it's because it, you're not seeing it in writing, you're hearing yeah, it, I guess. so that I, you're, you're technically just, saying the, the name yeah. Frisbee. Uh, oh, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, that's probably the darkest movie. That's that on movie Netflix. came out I when I was like, it. it's amazing. I had 
that came out in what eighty one or eighty two? Oh, okay. yeah, I think it was eighty one or yeah. So it's got yeah. that older animation. That's how I like. I, I love that animation. The, the way the animation style looks. in yeah. it it's is spectacular. Movie. It's a yeah. stunning movie. Nicodemus is still one of the, visually the most interesting characters I've ever seen in a movie. Um, he's beautifully animated and. He feels wise from the second you see him, but he also feels scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he feels like a threat, but he also feels like he knows more than everybody else in the room. And he, it, it, that movie had such a huge impact on me when it came out, because I was five or six when it came out, and I saw it in the theater, and it was magical. I mean, yeah, that that movie was just perfectly done perfectly done i've been meaning to get on it but i mean there's a lot of you stuff that to. i haven't seen yeah. it will it well, it has a few gut punches in that movie oh god well what i love just... about it is that it it basically you're looking at the entire world from the perspective of a tiny little mouse mm-hmm. and absolutely everything is goddamn terrifying when yeah. you're the size of a mouse oh, absolutely sure. everything yeah you know, and it's just from beginning to end, you do like you were talking about with Sleeping Beauty with that creeping terror. This is like a full on terror mm. that you're feeling because you're well, feeling yeah, the way she feels. It's not creeping. Yeah. It's, it's not there creeping. Constantly. It's ever present. Everywhere you yeah, turn yeah. around, something is trying to eat you or kill you or blow you up or <laughs> sink you in mud or oh, it, blast you with Sounds magic. like my daily life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's what having kids is about. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it but, is. Yeah. It truly is. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's why I'm not having none. Yeah. yeah, it's constantly <laughs> waiting to come home to a crater, oh, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, squirrels. I don't, I don't need that extra added stress. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> yes. Uh, huh. huh. All right. Well, I've never seen the last unicorn either. I I, I hear that one's <gasps> oh, pretty dark that movie's too. So sad. That movie is so good. My, I have the weirdest complaint about that movie though. Oh boy. No, 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 no. It's fairly minor. It's I just love weird. that movie, but. Is it Mia Farrow that's the voice of the unicorn? Yes. Her voice makes me want to punch my TV. <laughs> I cannot stand her speaking voice. <laughs> it, it, there's. Oh, but it, Mia it, Farrow is so fine. It's so, <laughs> it, it's too prim and proper oh, sounding. Okay. Yeah, but she's a unicorn. I know, but it still has that tone where I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the Trevor route here, and I'm gonna say I hate Mia Farrow. I cannot stand her oh. as an actress. Pound it. She's I, so cute, though. She's cute, but cute I never thought she was a good actress. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was easily the worst part of Rosemary's Baby, which yeah. is really funny that yeah. that That's, movie was the supporting actress. Like, maybe she was okay <laughs> in that, you know? She wasn't good in that. But it, the she's supporting not a good actors actress. were great yeah. in that. Her she's neighbors not, were better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying, is that the, the supporting cast, the neighbors, yeah, yeah. the boyfriend... All of them made that movie scary and good. She just played a victim really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, like I said, okay. I, I love okay. the I love the last unicorn. I really do. Um, the 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 flaming bull is still visually one of the coolest things I've seen in an animated movie. Um, yeah. Um, I, I I need to come up with a movie, don't I? The flaming bull. <sighs> I need one of those tonight. That that was not a sexual position. No, (laughs) No, that was me after after I ate my tray. It's actually, I think it should be be Red Bull with Fireball. There There we go. go. (coughs) 
Yeah, that yeah. doesn't even suck. I love disgusting. I've but, got one but, that I think that uh, Dana will really like. Any Don Hertzfeld's cartoon. Yes. I, I love all of his stuff. Uh, me too. It is so... Yes. Like, that's, it's that's, depressing, but it's hilarious yeah, at the same really, time. That's no idea what really you're talking dark. about. Don Hertzfeld? So, so nihilistic. No. Ooh. Um, Explain. Rejected in Billy's Balloon, and it's such a beautiful day. They're very simply drawn. They're drawn like like almost like stick figures. And it's very simple, but the themes in them are just, I mean, <laughs> they're fucking it's hard. such a beautiful day. About it's a hardcore. Dude that, yeah, it's they're like horrific. dying. I mean, it's just. It's, my anus is bleeding. Yeah. yeah. My anus is bleeding. It's There's a whole cartoon <laughs> of this little cute little. It's hilarious. It's this that doesn't cute, sound funny. Oh, it is. It is, though. It's literally three minutes of this thing and its anus is just oh, shooting blood. Oh, I have blood. seen that. Yeah. You probably have. That's Don <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think it was funny. Uh, he also did um what was the name of the one that just came out a couple of years back that almost won the oscar oh the world yeah. of tomorrow the wor- or whatever yeah, something about something about and it it was that tomorrow. one was pretty depressing too because it basically showed the future of human humanity humanity blah, blah. humanity <laughs> humanity. <laughs> humanity and it's very it's very very depressing yeah the way that he i actually turned said. that off because i i it's, was like i'm not watching this it anymore. is it, it's <laughs> yeah his stuff will pound you repeatedly with this nihilism one of my favorite i am a banana one of my favorite <laughs> skit, uh cartoons he does is uh the little baby he's look poopy's taking her first steps and then she just falls down the stairs forever <laughs> i i like billy's balloon oh where yeah. he's just like sitting there and then the balloon starts beating him up and then it starts <laughs> lifting him up in the air and dropping him <laughs> it's just it's, I, man those it are sounds funny. like it yeah, rejected be funny, is but amazing. Rejected balls. But rejected is, great. is great all right who's got another one Gosh, I probably have so many in my head that I don't want to. Come on, involved. somebody. Well, I was actually just thinking about a movie that I just recently discovered because a friend of mine remembered it from her childhood. I'd never seen it. So I bought it for her on DVD. We watched it together and I went, I looked at her and went, holy cow, this is your Watership Down. Because Watership Down was the, the one that, that traumatized me. It's called Sarah and the Squirrel. And I, I think I've talked about it before. Oh, I've never heard of this. It's uh, it's done by Yoram Gross, who did all the Dot movies, Dot and the Kangaroo, Dot and the Whale, all those. And they're very cutesy little things. But this one was about World War II. And it's about this Ooh. Jewish family in Europe. And the Nazis come and take the family away. But the little girl is left in the forest. Oh, geez. And she has to fend for herself. And it's just, it's so, so depressing and like there's all this like vivaldi music playing and i'm like i'm surprised that vivaldi doesn't like send people into you know traumatized (laughs) right by hearing it triggering fetal curling because it's like oh my god this movie and like yoram gross is famous for um all the backgrounds in his movies are live action and then he just animates the characters over over the the live action oh that's cool so it looks cool but the animation's kind of limited a little bit uh, but still, I mean, it's this and this kid is like she's probably like 12 and she's trying to fend for herself in the forest while her family's at the concentration camp and she's trying to survive in the woods alone Jesus. and hiding from the Nazis. And then she she gets this idea that she can stop the war if she can make the bridge collapse when the Nazis are going across it. So she's like trying to peel the take the bricks out of the bridge with her bare hands. Oh, my God. Did. It's so uh, it's Jeez. just it's it's so depressing. <laughs> It's a really depressing movie. I and I'd say. never heard of it either. But uh, yeah. then when she started describing it, my friend described it to me. And I was like, I bet that's a Yoram Gross movie. <laughs> she just like described it to me how it looked. And I was like, that sounds like Yoram Gross. And I looked it up and it was. And I was like, I've never heard of this movie. 
When then did I it come out? It. I don't know. I'm not sure what year it was. Uh, I'm gonna guess early it, '80s. It looks like a, a '70s or '80s. Ooh, okay. Film. What about When the Wind Blows? Oh God, that movie breaks me in half every I've time. I've never. I don't even know what it's you're talking about. It's so sad. Oh God. It's basically about a couple living in the English country a countryside with like impending nuclear war. Oh shit! And, and not then, only that, but they're these adorable little like grandparents. They're yeah. like cute little British grandparents, and <laughs> they like they have this. Faith, they have this utmost faith that the government's going to come help them. Aww. And then they start dying from radiation poisoning. Oh, Jesus. And it's obvious that no one's coming for them, that there's nobody left. But they're just like, it's okay. We just have to follow the directions and the protect and survive and we'll, we'll Aww. be okay. Yeah. Have you seen this one? So it's and, like oh Wallace and Gromit meets no, it's, the it's, nuclear it's, holocaust? No, no, because it's not like, it's not funny at all. It's just... It's sad. It's so sad, the whole thing. And it's just like, you don't want them to die, but you know they're going to. And it's so sad. Jeez. Because you just fall in love with them. They're so cute. See, this is probably why I don't watch much animation. (laughs) Because it's all fucked up. (laughs) Well, I think that, you know, animation, sometimes it's easier to do this really, like, dark-natured stuff because... Oh, look at me. It looks pretty. It looks pretty. They can be very artistic with it. Yeah. And they're not putting real human actors through all these stresses and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And I imagine you can be super creative this way. Like you're, you know, artistic, as you were saying, you know, because you don't have to literally show someone dying in an animation. You know, there's like many subtle levels of portraying what death looks like through colors and stylized lines and things like that totally you you know but in live action it's pretty much one or two things you know what i mean so yeah yeah do we got a couple more uh fritz the cat yeah Yeah. i've never seen fritz the cat either another backseat movie that's an older (laughs) one right yeah 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 80s 70s oh okay yes i saw a picture of fritz the cat and i was like i don't know what this is so it's what's fritz the cat different it's different <laughs> it's pretty different um i don't even know how to describe why don't you describe it dana well it's source material came from robert crumb he hated the movie okay but yeah if you're familiar with crumb, i am because the movie kind of went much deeper than it, the source it, material yeah and he he just he didn't like it so i mean a lot of people who like crumb don't kind of dismiss the movie but it's it's one of Ralph Bakshi's best known movies it was the first x-rated animated film Ooh, in this country do we see kitties banging in this one there's all kinds of stuff going on yeah, well, yeah. From, but know, yeah but I mean yeah there's sex and drugs and and, and there's all ca- and it's all cats it's, it's all cats all, well, it's not all cats there's there are other animals in it oh, but the, right. but the lead character is okay yeah Fritz is a cat there's birds there's so what's what is who is Fritz? Does he get he's out of cool the house cat. or something? Oh, he's, he's a cool, cool cat. cat? Yeah, no, it's a it's an anthropomorphic world. Oh, okay. So it's, uh, he's he's kind of a Bugs Bunny type guy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Maybe I will watch this. It's very true to its time. Mm-hmm. It's not a timeless movie. Very exploitive. It's v- you could say that about ninety percent of Ralph Bakshi's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not as it doesn't. It, it it's <laughs> certainly outdated. Well, no, not outdated, no. but it's Fritz, Fritz for me. Like other Bakshi stuff, still holds up. The stories still hold up. The the, the dialogue still holds up. It's still <laughs> relevant. 
Okay. Where the type of characters and situations and dialogue and all of that is very 1972. Got it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was and it was a part of our country or a part of the world that died about 4 years later. Okay. You know, I mean it was very clear window at and and contemporary for four for a four or five year period. Sure. And then after that yeah. it, it ceased to be relevant to younger people. Um but it's still an interesting good movie. I like movies like that though. I think it's really nice to have it's well, almost it's like, like a time, a time capsule. capsule. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's it really is. neat. I love seeing older movies like that and then being or even like uh a lot of like say the X Files, like a lot of earlier episodes of the X Files are super dated, and it's very clearly 1991, <laughs> you know. And like so, yes. it's just really neat to. It's well for for me personally, it's easy to remember having it, it triggers my memory because oh, I've yeah, lost most sure. of it, you know. So yep. it's cool seeing that. So like I can imagine Fritz the cat for someone else and you know like maybe oh, my, my um, mom or something you know growing up in the 70s like she did and so no she would have had to have been an adult in in the early 70s for it to really well, trigger she... anything oh okay trust I see. me okay okay trust me it, well no because I mean, she it's was born heroin in... use it's smoking oh. pot it's hookers orgies, hookers mm-hmm. all right um, i mean my mom was an adult in the 80s i mean watching so. watching an animated cat come down in a bathtub <laughs> What? <laughs> oh yeah. What? Oh yeah. Oh what? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm watching this. The I'm mo- watching the mo- this. The movie is it's fucking warped, yeah. but it's so good. It 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 you can really see Crumb's influence. I was gonna say it sounds you can like really it's Crumb see, all over it. <laughs> you can really see Bakshi's influence. Yeah. Um. What's another you can movie see... that he's done? Who? Uh, the director. Actually, yeah. well, we've been talking about him all we've night. Been okay, about him I don't know. See, I don't know. <laughs> heavy metal. Name. Heavy, okay. Heavy metal. Oh, okay. Uh, Wizards. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Heavy well, traffic. Never, never yeah. seen that. Uh, seen American wizards. pop. American pop. Never seen that. Um, that was great. That was American great. pop was brilliant. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, I've only seen heavy metal out of all of those. Um, you need to see them all. Yeah. Yeah, you should see them all. Well, American pop. A... American pop. You'll love. Yeah. The soundtrack for that movie. Oh. And all of his movies are animated, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, he's so an is animator, heavy, is so heavy so. traffic like heavy metal? Is it? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So why is it called heavy traffic? No, but I think you'll like it. Heavy traffic is actually my favorite Bakshi movie, um, and it starts and ends in live action. Isn't it Ooh. his favorite a, movie too? Um, well, when we talked to him, he he really likes Coonskin. That's the one he said he would he'd like to remake. There's another one I don't know about. Uh, but yeah, yeah but I don't he's know about that but either. he but but he did uh he has talked about the fact that heavy traffic's very autobiographical for him. Yeah, mm. and that you know it was because the the main character Michael is an artist like Bakshi, you know, living with his parents. And oh, okay. All this, you know, he's a young adult, and mm-hmm. it's just there's a lot of metaphors. You know, there's like pinball metaphors. And I really wish somebody okay. would give him a budget to do an, at least one more big one. Well, yeah, you know, bigger than the, yeah, bigger than the last one because he yeah he. What I was mean, the last movie that he made? The last one he made was called Last Days of Coney Island, 
and oh, okay. um, it ended up being it was supposed to be a full length feature, but it ended up being a twenty five minute short. short. Oh, and it's it, beautiful. it was fantastic. Yeah. Beautiful. It really called back to his earlier stuff. Oh, and okay. It was wonderful, and um, I, I reviewed it, it when it came out. But yeah, I mean, I would love to see what he would do. I'm going to get slightly political just because it's Bakshi. <laughs> what Bakshi would do in the Trump era. Mm, seriously. What he, the movie that he would make right now would be spectacular. Because <laughs> he has that very counterculture 1970s feel. Even in the 80s, he still yeah. had that, that vibe to everything he did. And him now could be such an amazing voice for for the he just, era he has this way of taking the zeitgeist and kicking the shit out of it basically <laughs> yeah yeah and but he'd he'd really destroy both sides oh oh he i, really I believe it yeah um yeah it that's, i think that's kind of how everybody feels right now both sides are just garbage i don't and, i don't oh, feel like that oh i do i'm a little i'm a little fed up with everything right now i just don't care all i know is one side's not tear gassing babies yeah but that's not the point I will agree with you on that. <laughs> um, all right, we need another one. Uh, At least one more. Yeah, we got one more. A good one. Come on, Dana. A good one. Go into the vault. <laughs> oh, gosh, I've... S- Go deep. So many of Go my deep. favorite ones. I'm trying to think what some of my other favorite ones have been over time. Because uh, most of the ones that I would come up with probably nobody's heard of. Oh, The Point. Yeah. The point. What's God, the point? I haven't seen the point in years. <sighs> How do you fuck do you describe the point? It was a passion project, um, animation mid seventies. It was actually I got it on DVD somewhere. It is so good. <laughs> it really uh, is good. Um, it's about being an outcast. Mm. Is the whole movie where um, very conformist society. And everybody, they, the way they illustrate is everybody looks the same. Everybody okay. has the same same shape head, same shape body, and this one person has a different head, and different shape body, and different personality, and is ostracized and kicked out and left to wander the rural, world by himself until he figures out who he is, and then he comes back and convinces everybody else that being a conformist sucks <laughs> and the music is by harry nelson and spectacular it, it harry nelson nelson sorry um really was a huge part of the storytelling was a huge part of the whole thing and it was really from his music that a lot of the inspiration came, and I, I don't know if you, if any of you know who Harry Nelson mm-hmm. is. Um, there's a documentary you have to see called um, "Who Who the Fucks Harry Nelson and Why <laughs> Why Is Everybody Talking About Him?" Okay, um, and it's all about his career. He's literally one of the best songwriters you've never heard of. Okay, um, one is the loneliest number is him. Oh. Um, you know the coconut song? Of course. With the lime in yeah. the coke? That's him singing. Like, oh. That's his song. Um, uh, the you, Have you seen Midnight Cowboy? No. Yes. Yes, yeah. I Everybody have. Everybody's talking at me. All right. That's Harry. Wow. All right. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the dude was friends with the Beatles. The uh, John and George and Ringo called him the fifth <laughs> Beatle. Oh, um, okay. I think I do know who this guy is. But yeah, it's his music. Yeah. Okay. the whole thing, and it is... It's called The Point. The Point. Okay. I've got it on DVD. Okay. It is... It's very 70s, though. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, the art style. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I can't wait. It's funny for me that the, the, the 70s had three different art styles. <laughs> it had the Bakshi art style, where it was hyper-detailed, mm-hmm. hyper, really well done, beautiful. It had um, the Hanna-Barbera Disney yeah. thing. One of my um, faves. The, the, the cartoony. And then it had the point style. Okay. And the point style wasn't limited to just the point. It was a lot of watercolors and softness and abstracts. Okay. And... Well, the Phantom Tollbooth is kind of like that. Phantom Tollbooth, yeah. yeah. Phantom Tollbooth falls in that category. I and like the Chuck Jones. Too. And, yeah. Chuck Jones went there in the 70s. Um... But it's okay. this, it's this very hippie, like post hippie, beautiful style. Yeah, yeah, and, I'm in it. And, I, and, I, I can dig it. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you will but dig you, it. <laughs> you will dig it a lot. It's really good, and it never gets talked about anymore. It's no. one. Of I've those, never heard of it. One of those forgotten oh, movies. I've yeah. forgotten all about it till you said it. <laughs> <laughs> the point. I haven't seen it in so long. I got to dig it out and watch it again. All right, then we have a good one to end with. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. That's great. Thank it's you. It's a suggested. Viewing. Yeah, it's, that's it cool. Is. Yeah. Full circle. There yeah. we go. Yeah. There we There's go. There's my suggested viewing because I know none of you have seen it. Uh, except none me. I have not Dana. either. Dana Dana, and I are the only two people in Michigan that have probably <laughs> remember seeing it. There might be it. a third. There might be. Maybe there might. somewhere out there. Andrew might have seen it. Well, yeah. I, I would guess Andrew, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>, probably. <laughs> um, but the theme song, Me and My Arrow, is amazing. So you know. I'm going to I'm have to try and find this okay. one. Yeah, yeah, I'll see if I can get Jesse to find it yeah. and download it or something. Yeah. Sweet. So, I mean, I, I, we don't do that around here. What's that? Pirate <laughs> movies. Oh, never. <laughs> I I, have, I can honestly say I've never pirated a movie. Me neither. Me neither. Liar. <laughs> Look at that. He was like, me neither. <laughs> 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 All right, folks. This was episode 102, 102 of Real Crime. We'll be back next week, and I'm hoping that next week we can cover Rocky. That's I might great. not be able to be here next week, but we'll see. Okay. Well, yeah. then we will figure that out, and we'll let we you will. know what we're doing. Yes, so, we will. Cool. That was in process before... Life took a left turn and but Rocky Rocky coming soon. Yeah. (laughs) All right, folks. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Later. Bye. (laughs) Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find the movie sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes.